And now, live from StarWorldWideNetworks.com, welcome to Marketing Money Mindset, bringing you interesting true stories on how clever marketing ideas create money opportunities with a conscious mindset producing impact and success. Together, lover of marketing Elisa Sparks Lane from the Ellen Sparks Agency and certified professional photographer and official photographer of the Phoenix Open, Everardo Kimi, share their experiences on how success is so much more than creating cash flow. True success comes when you nurture your business, body, and brain in order to get the most out of your business and in life. Join the dynamic duo on our journey to success. Ready, set, listen. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Great. Did you have a good weekend? I did. I did some wine tasting. Woohoo! <laughs> you were there. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. It was fun serving you because you're like, no, just a little bit. I'm like, yeah, a little more. I know. Like, no, you're just... like, you're going to try everything. I'm like, whoa, call the Uber now. Yeah. Well, that... I didn't know you had to work. So I that know. was kind of. I had a little yeah. bit of, yeah. But we'll be back. Next time. Yeah, for sure. And um, I found Jennifer Johnson, our our guest today, on the cover of a magazine inside. She is everywhere. I know. That's a good thing. I know. But Jennifer, you were in Texas, was it? I was. I was in uh, Dallas for, uh, I got there Tuesday and I got back Sunday night late. Okay. How was it? It was great. Although Dallas is much more humid than here. No matter how humid we think it is, it is a lot more humid there. Well, the interesting thing about Dallas, too, is the never-ending construction of freeways. Like, we thought it was bad here. Like, I think that's just a permanent thing in Dallas is let's just build a freeway. Yeah, I I asked the taxi guy. I said, so when are they going to finish building the freeways? He says, oh, I think in four years. I'm like, I think this freeway's been being built since I've been coming here 20 years. Yeah, that sounds about (laughs) right. (laughs) But then that's the same as our airport. I've lived here 29 years, and I think it's been under some level of construction. That's true. But that, we have one of the best airports to travel out of. Like, I've been through 46 of the states now, most of the airports, and I love eating at our airport. Like, this is one of the only airports that I actually like to get early to so I can hang out and drink and eat because we have, like, a lot of the same quality restaurants that we have in town in the airport now, too. That is very true. That is very true. They've gotten rid of a lot of the fast food restaurants and put a lot of nicer more organic restaurants in. Oh, well, yeah, we have to go from that angle, too. <laughs> <laughs> So it was fun having Elisa in on the winery, too, uh, doing a little tasting, got a little chat, got to chat about the show. And it's funny because we often, you know, we hang out with each other, but we don't really get a lot of downtime like that, it seems. Well, and actually it wasn't downtime for you. Like, it got crowded fast. Yeah, it was packed. But it was good. I like that. Like, if my hair's not on fire and I'm not running around, I'm not really happy. I have to say, you did a great job. Well, thank you. Yeah, and then you had a smelling, some great in between smelling things. That's one of my favorite things to do with people when they come in is teach them about the smells that are identified in wine because people always think, oh my gosh, so you put pineapple in the wine? You're like, no, it's just, you know, it's organically in the DNA of the grape or the soil or it's the combination of everything. And, you know, it's this fun chemical reaction and chemical process that sometimes creates smells, not necessarily the actual organic material. And you were Um, so in your element though. Like there was a moment that we were all listening with just like, wow, like all this education coming out of you. I'm, I'm a... what an, I had an old boss once tell me that there is a really, really huge fat man stuck inside of my body. <laughs> <laughs> Who loves to eat and drink? Yes. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so today's show is going to be a really cool one. So aside from Jennifer Johnson on the show, and I'll let you do her introduction. She's been on the show before, too, but um, everyone gets their proper introduction. But we also have Dr. Rula on the show. 
Now, I am going to chide her a little bit for going to uni- University of Arizona. <laughs> Go Devils. <laughs> I'm how, I, I have actually two degrees, ASU and U of A. So I think most people kind of stick with their undergraduate kind of alliance. And so okay. I'm more she's of a covered. sun devil than a, than a wildcat. a girl. Or you're just saying that to appease us right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, my husband is a, is a diehard sun devil fan. And so I, I don't think we're allowed to have any other allegiance in our house. Okay, so. good. <laughs> But Dr. Rule is a really cool doctor, and one thing that I really liked out of her bio and reading everything is she really preaches the dynamic of the patient having a good, close relationship with the doctor, not just this clinical, come in, write a script, get out of here, but let's look at the whole picture of what's going on, mind, body, spirit, and then trying to treat from there, because oftentimes it's sometimes in your head, right? Well, I think, you know, the the whole kind of foundation of integrated medicine, which is really kind of the, the form of medicine that I practice, it's really, you know, whole person care. So, you know, you can't just treat, you know, your biochemistry. Um, it's much more complex than that. And so I think if you um, are treating just kind of on a pharmaceutical level, you're really uh, missing a big picture of healing. And so, so I think you really need to understand the whole person getting into kind of what's going on um, on a mind-body level. What's, you know, what's their social you know, situation? What's the stressors in their life? Who are they? What are their goals? You know, what are the things in their life that are impacting them right now? Because it's really when you understand the whole person that you can um, really kind of be that partner in, in healing. So what got you started with this? Like what, did you always want to be a doctor when you were a kid or what actually flipped it for you? Yeah, well, I mean, I, I, as, a, as a child, I definitely was, knew I was going to be a healer in some capacity. And when I went through college, kind of identified, uh, you know, being a physician as, as the direction I wanted to go. But I went to med school and, you know, I'd kind of come from a house where I had a, a German immigrant mother who kind of treated us with folk medicine. And we, you know, had, or, you know, organic foods and we were part of, you know, food co-ops before that was really a, a big thing. Um, and then kind of went off to college and, you know, kind of, Got up, caught up in the whole processed food game and, you know, didn't feel that great. Went to med school and learned about all these wonderful pharmaceutical drugs and thought, you know, I know so much more than, you know, my mother and her folk healing. And then, you know, once I went out into practice and really started working with patients and, you know, kind of started writing all my scripts, I, I kind of felt that I was really missing that whole piece of, of what a healer was about. So that's what really kind of made me step back and say, you know, I need to, you know, take a different path. And so... I went on and did an integrated medicine fellowship through the University of Arizona's um, integrated medicine program with Dr. Weil and kind of have, you know, been off and running on that path ever since, working on kind of um, functional medicine training. I trained in acupuncture and just really kind of looking at all kind of forms of healing. But I, I think when you can, um, you know, have multiple lenses that you look at a patient with, you have um, a better chance of really kind of finding um, the right path for that individual. I love that you said you look through lenses. <laughs> we all look through lenses right (laughs) when you look amazing so it looks like you're definitely one of those people that follows and practices what they preach as well too Um, it's funny i photographed a convention for a bunch of it was a pharmaceutical company and they made um, medicine for diabetic patients and during all the breakout sessions you'd think there'd be healthy snacks there no it was the most ridiculous sugar loaded just like halloween candy all over the place and like you're making diabetes medicine. Oh, wait, you can treat yourselves. That's good. Okay. <laughs> well, it's keeping the business flowing. If you, <laughs> if you, eat, if you eat those uh, foods, then you definitely are going to require diabetic medications. So. Well, they have their own trials built in. Right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> so another guest that we have on, too, this mm-hmm. is a really cool room. Mm-hmm. 
Um, Noelle is back on the show, and it's always great having you on the show. Yes. Yay, and Noelle! The, the cool thing is, is you're in Scrubs today. I am. Yeah, I just got done treating a patient over at LifeScape, and uh, so then I jetted over here, and so it's been a busy morning already. That's a really good thing. So yeah, yeah, Scrubs it's has got to be the most... We were talking about that like right before the show started, right. and, and how lucky you girls get sometimes, and how you can just put on like some Lululemon or something like that and like look cute and get away with everything. And guys like, you know, if we take a shower, that's already a head start. Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> that's always a good place to start with. You know? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> grooming. We, uh, we like yeah. grooming. <laughs> <laughs> well, and there's always that dynamic. And I've had this conversation with Elisa before about how women have that real like finite definition of, okay, I will never, ever leave the house, even if it's to go to the mailbox without putting makeup on. I know, because that's when you're, like, run into your ex or something. Right. It's perfect. <laughs> Always. <laughs> never fail, fails, but, uh, right? <laughs> never fails. Yep. Um, so, Jennifer, coming up soon, we're going to have Prosecco brunch. Yes. Tell us. Tell Which you. the menu actually just went out this morning. It did, didn't it? We were, like, inventing it last night. So, so prosecco, prosecco, scones. What else is on there? Um, we have some mini frittatas. Uh, we we'll do some mini crab cakes. So nice salad with a little bit of. Uh, people can uh, have option to add some cheese or some um, uh, chicken to it. Some chicken breast. And then what else did I throw in there? Fruit. I think we have fruit. You know, greens, mm -hmm. colorful things to eat. All good for you. Now, what started this? Um, we try to do a customer appreciation. Because I have such a wonderful customers and such wonderful followers that I really just want to appreciate the fact that they've done business with me, um, done as much. I mean, you say I'm around everywhere, but that's because I really love to interact and get out and talk to people. And I love to serve them. I love to make sure that they have good, healthy, nutritious food and they're able to spend time socializing. And what better way to socialize than around food and Prosecco? Well, it's amazing how food will bring the dynamic of everybody, right? Absolutely, absolutely. When was the last time you went to a holiday party and every, somebody went and decorated the whole entire house and then all of a sudden you found everybody in the kitchen around the food? That's usually the case, yeah. I mean, that's how it is in my family's place, too. Like We always just hover around. My mom never, ever sits down. She's just in the kitchen the entire time. And you try to force her to sit down and, you know, you don't tell a five-foot Mexican woman what to do. So. <laughs> and last year, we're doing it this year on National Prosecco Day because last year we were actually in Prosecco, Italy, doing the uh, video for everybody about National Prosecco Day. Mm -hmm. So one thing I love about Prosecco is that it, it often got a bad name because it was referred to as like the poor man champagne. And it is a phenomenal wine in itself. It's just that it comes from Italy and champagne does take the spotlight because the champagne growers, champagne France, like they're so heavily trademarked and they protect that name. And, you know, it just kind of took off from there. But Prosecco is an amazing wine with all these different characteristics on it. And it's Italian too. So Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Now, what's one of your favorite things to go through, like with a pairing or thinking about like that? So you revolve this menu around, was it more Italian-based or is it more just, hey, we're going to have some fun bubbles? It was more around having nat supporting National Prosecco Day and then what good foods go with Prosecco and light, brunchy foods. Now, Lisa, every time you say bubbles, like her eyes just start to sparkle. She starts to get like a little weepy in the legs. I know, I need a glass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just good moments. I think it's the social aspect, too. I think there's something about bubbles and champagne or Prosecco that actually just brings a party. Yeah, it just brings a party together. So socializing. And it's so true about the kitchen. Like we had uh, my sister's birthday party this weekend and we ended up our my parents house kitchen is right next to the living room and dining room. So it's like this just giant space of just 
happy love. And then we broke out like old tunes and started singing until my dad's like, you guys are getting too loud. And then we knew it was a party. So it was really just a good moment and no Prosecco, but it was just, it's just great to have a social time. And, and it doesn't mean you have to drink if you come to the celebration, but it's definitely there for you. And we actually have um, some great sponsors associated too. And um, the possibility of giving a donation to a new leaf, which is Jennifer Johnson's favorite. I think I can say that. Yeah. 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 Um, so, so you do a, a cooking class um, once a month there, as well as support them on a regular basis, which I Absolutely. think is phenomenal. So um, it's a great opportunity to meet new people, have some great food. Um, and I love how you always um, go back to what you put in your mouth is definitely something you have control of. So, you know, make it great. And um, you also have a new brand. I do. And a new show coming out. So love, love, no, food to love. Yeah. Food to love. You got to wait for that. Um, we shared the new logo this morning and it's just perfect. So congratulations. Thank I you. know you've been working extremely hard and it's just showing. I, I feel like, I, I really feel like it's starting to all come together. You know, um, I started off a couple years ago in this business and witnessing nature and food was clearly what I wanted to do is make sure that everybody understood that food doesn't have to be complex or treated or processed. It can be absolutely fantastic and doesn't have to taste like a diet. Mm -hmm. It can be, it's a lifestyle. Eating good food is a lifestyle. And it really does, when you have the right nutrition, you really do heal yourself a lot more. And I really appreciate the fact that I'm in the room with these two lovely ladies because that is what I totally believe is that you don't have to have pharmaceuticals in order to in order to in order to solve what your issues are well i love the dynamic of the room so we're going to have jennifer start off with feeding everyone and putting food in their belly all right <laughs> then we have dr rula to make sure that everything's kind of going good in the middle and the before and the after and if you do and overindulge just a tiny tiny bit then you go see noel at lightscape premiere and then she'll you know whittle away a few little pounds right? that's right a little fat destruction <laughs> <laughs> absolutely you three are dangerous in here. Like I'm, I'm already imagining like which line I'm going to go through. I'm like okay, it's like a, it's like a buffet line. Like I'm just going to go ahead and eat up. I'm going to get treated, and then I'm going to get have a few inches taken off my waistline for it. It's like the perfect uh, triple threat. There we go. <laughs> well, and today's show is all about self care. So it's all the different elements of actually really taking care of oneself. I know we're back to school, back to you, kind of that whole aspect of really coming back to who you are and what you're standing for, and um, giving away that terrible word of stress. So I was hoping that we had some examples of that. I know that bubbles to me releases stress, but what other things do we have that actually kind of give us a sense of relaxation? You mentioned, you know, care, um, acupuncture, which I love doing. Um, what other aspects do you have? And I think meeting with you is, is stress release too, Noel. I mean, there's definitely something about being able to fit into the dress you want to. That's just a beautiful feeling. Absolutely. And I, I think also, um, just self-care, just taking care of yourself. So whether that be your skin, whether that be body contouring, um, you know, coming to me for a facial or something a little bit more invasive, um, you know, when you, when you look good, you feel good mm -hmm. about yourself. And I think that um, that speaks volumes. But I, I think also, especially women and mothers in general, you know, put we put ourselves on the back burner and, you know, we're always worried about taking care of everybody else. And, um, you know, sometimes, you know, our tanks get so low um, that, you know, that's when we're not able to take care of everybody else. So we, you really do have to um, take care of yourself first, just like they do on the airplane, right? What do they always say? <laughs> you have to put the, your mask on first before you put 
put your mask on your child or 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 uh, loved one next to you. And I, I think that's that's the same concept in just our everyday life that we have to we have to fill our own tank and put on our own mask first. That way, we can better um, serve others in our life. Yeah, and I, I would say you know I always talk to my patients about how you know stress is really accelerated aging. And so you have to have tools. And I think say that one more time because I don't think everybody heard that. You know, having high stress is really accelerating the aging process. Um, and so you have to have you know tools to de-stress every day. I say you know resetting your stress thermostat every day. Um, you know, in our culture, we really don't give children the tools how to de-stress. And so we all walk around you know very stressed out and have no idea how to manage that. And so people turn to a lot of pharmaceuticals um, to be able to kind of de-stress or they turn to, you know, substances like, you know, having to have several drinks, you know, at the end of every day to kind of wind down. Um, So, you know, what I talk about is really, you know, finding kind of that practice for you that kind of allows you to reset. And there's so many different ways. So everybody has to find something that resonates with them. And whether that be, you know, having a meditation practice or, um, you know, doing some kind of um, gratitude journaling at the end of the day, Um, just, you know, listening to some calming music, Um, you know, going out in nature. Um, You know, some people find it just, you know, with, you know, uh, exercise, getting their heart rate up and sweating, you know, for them. Uh, works, but you know whatever you know whatever you find you know to be beneficial. I mean, just you have to do it day in and day out because you know we're bombarded with stress. You know every turn that we make, and and so uh, you know we really have to kind of assist our bodies um, in kind of kind of resetting, getting back to kind of more of a, a state of of low stress. So super important for long term health. We look at stress as being a risk factor for heart disease, for Alzheimer's disease. You look at all the chronic diseases. Stress is really kind of a big driver of that. Um, regardless of what other your risk factors are, if you live a really high stress you know life, your chance of having a heart attack is you know significantly elevated. So so stress is really a big game changer in terms of if you can find some 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 ways to really kind of manage that better in your life. So, Doctor, why is that? What I mean, we always hear that, though. Mm-hmm. We always hear, like, you need to de-stress, mm-hmm. you need to relax, you need to do this. Mm-hmm. What physically is it that's stress doing to the body? Well, stress, you know, obviously our, our adrenal gland really kind of responds to stress. So we elevate our cortisol levels. We elevate, um, you know, our epinephrine, norepinephrine, which kind of sets off a whole inflammatory pathway. You know, when you, when you have elevated cortisol, your blood sugars elevate because your body thinks that it's ready to fight a battle. It's going to go fight a bear. But most of our stress is actually more psychological stress. So we really, it's not really adaptive for us to have high sugars in, in response to that stress. And so then our insulin levels go up. And then, you know, when we do that, we start putting fat around the middle and we you increase a whole bunch of inflammatory mediators, which then kind of really kind of start that whole um, process of disease. So, so really there's a whole biochemical um, you know, soup that's happening when we're in a state of stress. And, and so in order to kind of change that, you know, soup, we have to really kind of work on um, signaling, you know, your, your body from at first a, a mind perspective um, that, you know, that uh, you take that stress down and then your cortisol levels will start to reset and you can kind of normalize those pathways again. I almost hear like it's the drama that we create in our minds. Like yeah. it's one of those great things that we get girl time for. Yeah, I mean, our body has limited it. ways to respond. So whether it's a psychological stress, so and that's generally what we have. You know, whether it's a boss, you know, that's you know very difficult. Whether it's the drama in our home, whether you know have a teen who's who's driving you crazy, or a, a significant other you have a you know a, a difficult dynamic with, or you know you know we have stress everywhere we turn. And so it's not it's not possible to live a life that's stress free. 
That's why you really kind of you need to have those tools to de-stress. Because but it's also how we perceive it too. Like a lot of times, it's not even that crazy. Absolutely. Like Absolutely. I remember my son like locking his car or, or locking the trunk with his phone inside of it and like freaking out. I'm like, it's fine. It's yeah. in there. Yeah. But it's one of those moments that you really just, you know, you start to get that flight mode and it's mm-hmm. just like your, your body's just reacting to that instead of just like, okay, I locked my phone in the car yeah, and just it. laughing about it. And again, yes, it's that lens, you know, how do we perceive an interaction, right? So, you know, obviously you can do a lot of different training to help kind of reframe every interaction so that it doesn't seem so stressful. It doesn't seem like a life or death, you know, situation to lock your keys in your car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're going to take a quick break. And um, when we come back, let's talk about other ways of de-stressing. Mm-hmm. And maybe, um, I know you mentioned exercise mm-hmm. and how often... And also the foods that we put in our body. I mean, mm-hmm. we can definitely talk about the health benefit of finding good options as well as having your, meal, your meals prepared for you, which is like <laughs> heaven to me. We'll be right back. Are you ready for swimsuit season? Let's face it, we all have those pesky areas that are stubborn to diet and exercise. We have just the solution for you. Introducing the FDA approved Ultra Shape Power for powerful fat burning. The Ultra Shape Power is body contouring at its best at 32% fat reduction. The strongest and most effective body contouring device on the market. Painless, no downtime, and you can see the results in as little as two weeks. Call LifeScape Premier to schedule your free consultation with Noelle, their very own certified laser specialist and national trainer. Call 480-860-5500 or visit www.lifescapepremier.com to learn more. Are you known for skipping meals while on the go? Are you too busy to eat healthy? Does the thought of meal prep and food shopping leave you desiring a nap? Visit www.witnessingnature.net. Download the app and leave the healthy cooking to us. We provide organic food through personal chef services, meal plans, and cooking classes, prepared at your home or delivered so you can spend time with your valued family and friends. Call Witnessing Nature and Food at 480-813-9065. It's what's in the food that matters. Eat organic. Looking for your next event photographer? Everardo Kimi Photography is here to help. Everardo is the official photographer of the Waste Management Phoenix Open, an event that hosts over one million people, so you can trust him with your event. You deserve a photographer that is professional, experienced, and skilled. You deserve Everardo Kimi Photography. Contact Everardo at everardokimi.com or 480-382-7226. To make your next event picture perfect. Anyone who's ever sat through a long meeting or presentation knows what it's like to experience information overload. And anyone who's ever led one of these meetings knows the challenge of holding the attention of an audience. In such an information-dense society, this is a real problem when we want our message to be heard. Frame the Message, Inc. is the solution to helping your audience capture and retain information quickly and effectively. 
in a process called live graphic recording, Frame the Message Inc. creates large, colorful illustrations to accompany your presentation and captures the essence of the message of your meeting or event. If you want to avoid hearing this and instead hear this, then bring Frame the Message Inc. to your next meeting or conference. When it comes to delivering a message, you have a choice in how your audience engages. Make the right one with FrameTheMessageInc.com. That's FrameTheMessageInc.com. Welcome back to Marketing Money Mindset, the place where clever marketing, creating money, and the conscious mindset intersect. With your hosts, Elisa Sparks Lane and Everardo Kimi. All right, so we were just talking on the break about Chris McDonald, who is actually coming back from his birthday celebration extravaganza in Puerto Rico. He was on the show last week. We were talking about the power of yes, and it looks like he's going to have his own show coming up um, in the next week or so. So listen up. Yeah, and um, just shout out because he is definitely someone that knows how to distress. I mean, he is just on a mission for happiness, um, doing so many things. We were just like in awe. He was like nonprofit, a book, um, his practice. I mean, just an extraordinary man who's just living the life that he really was meant to live and just like loving, you know, life and his family. It was just so much fun to have him on the show. So I'm really happy that he's going to have his own show and uh, co-host with Ed. So that's going to be amazing. Um, so we were talking about different ways to distress. And one of my favorites is bubbles, obviously, nap time, and also meal prep. And Jennifer Johnson has a wonderful opportunity for people to not only come home to a wonderful house, distress, but have your food healthy, ready for you, and probably the best marriage you can possibly have out of it. So tell us a little bit about that. So basically I make sure that, you know, based, I get provide like at least 10 meals a week to um, options, and then they can choose which meal they would like to have. And it comes prepared organic. So it's not frozen. It comes prepared directly organic, and you know it'll expire here at the end of the week. So you have to eat it by the by the date that is due, and it includes what you really need to have. It includes your four ounces of protein for women, your six ounces for men, uh, half a cup of your starch of healthy starches. So I don't use any processed foods um, or white uh, flour-based products, as well as eat the rainbow of vegetables. It comes with half a plate of vegetables included, because I really believe that. Every vegetable, every color has different nutritional value, and it really you need all of those different nutrients to um, maintain all your your probiotics that are in your stomach. I think if you give your your vegetables and your your grains and so on are a prebiotic that maintains the health of the probiotic in your stomach, which will help um, ensure that you're you're able to process your food properly and you're able to um, digest and have a good healthy uh, gut. Right, and so I really honestly believe that if you pay attention to how you feel when you eat a food, that will absolutely make you feel more healthy when, and better and more awake and, and better for you versus the caffeine or the sugar high or low. And I just really am kind of sad at our generation that has created all these fake foods because digestion really starts in your mouth and your tongue really starts to send signals to your brain to start to digest to send the enzymes and, and so on to your gut to be able to digest the food and if it arrives uh, if that food arrives and it was a fake sugar or something like that then you're used to have all that insulin left over in your stomach and what is it going to do 
And, and just like uh, she was talking earlier, uh, with stress, your body is perfect for going out and fighting a war. And if there's, some, if there's no war there, then what are they going to do with the, little, um, with the little leftover armies? So, and your body really struggles on how to deal with the things that are not there. So that's why I really enjoy doing food prep for, for people, providing them healthy meals that will, if they don't like to or don't have the time to cook or, or don't really want to deal with what's for dinner tonight, then they have some options to choose from. They have some options to choose from, and they can heat it in the, the oven, which is my preference, or they can utilize the microwave. Uh, which whatever they whatever they would like, no judging, and um, <laughs> and they can and they can go ahead and and have a good healthy meal with their family, and be able to talk about the day versus be stressed about what they had to decide they wanted to make and what people do or do not like about it. Well, I love that idea too because like for a while there, I I change up the different services like Blue Apron or Shipped or something like that just to have something different because you're always going to prepare the same foods the same way because that's all you know that's what you were taught or that's how you grew up. And so it's nice to have that different dynamic to say, oh, yeah, I didn't realize this, this sauce could go together. I didn't realize this pairing can go together. Um, but so how does that work? Do they come to you to pick up? Do they get delivered? Is it a set day that this all happens? Either, either way, they can pick their own day. Typically, we have Food Box Friday. Everybody picks up on a Friday. Um, that's typically what our customers have wanted. But I have some people that pick up on Friday and on Tuesday because they want the weekend foods and then they want the rest of their week foods. Uh, and then... Um, they can have it delivered. I will send an Uber over with their food and if they just need to get it refrigerated within the hour that they pick it up. I love that approach. Mm-hmm. Now, you have a couple other classes coming up that I'm really excited about too. A paella class. I love paella. Oh, we were was, on the news a couple weeks ago with paella. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's all, she could talk, that's all Lisa could talk about on the show is I'm going to go eat paella. <laughs> <laughs> And then one thing that I really like, too, is you have one that's coming up for healthy French cooking. So why is French cooking unhealthy? Well, I think that people perceive French cooking to be unhealthy. However, it is generally extremely healthy. Um, if, if you, as long as you stay away from the sauce, again, I don't believe the sauce is a food group. But um, uh, if you stay away from the sauces, honestly, French cooking is extremely healthy. A lot of times, even the French don't use as much butter as they think. Is, they, uh, is the flavor that you taste in the food. And one thing I love about French cooking is they really have a whole gastronomical science around flavors that go together. And I really believe that if you are uh, satiated when you eat a meal, you don't overeat. I think that we had cause to overeat because of the fact that we're not, we're not feeling satisfied with what, all the foods that we're eating. I don't know. I think sometimes so it's over-satisfaction. <laughs> I follow the Louis C.K. approach of the meal's not over when I'm full. It's over when I hate myself. <laughs> well, that, that is an approach. Then you will need to see Noel. This is why I'm sitting next to Noel. <laughs> that is an approach. You, could, you can utilize that strategy. Now, Dr. Rill, I had um, listened to this um, DVD a long, long, long time ago, and it was talking about how many of the deficiencies that humans have is just because of the processing of food, that we've actually stripped away minerals or content from the foods, and so many things could just be cured by reintroducing something like copper into the system or reintroducing iron in the right way, or that salt is actually a good thing in moderation, or, or some people are going to need more of it or less. Do you kind of subscribe to that practice as well, or how does that go with your practice? Well, certainly I agree, you know, that our food uh, nutritional value has changed 
multiple reasons for that. I mean, number one, I mean, we over farm, you know, in terms of mass production of our produce out there. So when a soil is getting, uh, you know, uh, harvested over and over, the nutrient value of our, of our fruits and vegetables come from the soil. So if you don't have fertile soil, if your soil is, de is depleted in certain minerals, um, then you're going to also see that your, your vegetables are not going to have the same nutritional value they did when they were planted on fertile soils 100 years ago. So I think one is, you know, yes, you're, you're having some issues with commercial farming. Um, number two, I think, you know, has to do the longer, you know, uh, it takes for you to consume a food after it, it has been harvested. Um, every day, the nutritional value goes down. How you prepare that food, also, you know, you know whether it's, you know, high temperature cooking, microwaving, things so like true. that, um, the nutritional value is going to change with that. Certainly when we process things, we're really kind of stripping it of a, of a lot of its uh, nutrient content. And then and you can go to the gut. You know, a lot of us have unhealthy guts, and really our ability to absorb these nutrients from our food is impacted by the health of our gut. So the, what we do at LifeScape is we really like to understand kind of where everybody um, is from a nutritional standpoint. So um, we use different uh, micronutrient testing to evaluate, um, you know, any specific deficiencies a person would have. And then go ahead and do some targeted replacements and maybe have them look at different foods that um, really um, are more uh, dense in those nutrients that they're depleted in and have them consume those as well. So, I mean, certainly we can use different um, supplementation to help that, but also maybe looking at kind of what is, what's the food that they're eating. Can we kind of make some shifts to help them uh, have a kind of an, a better nutritional status? Do you ever recommend like cleansing or fasting just to give the body a break? Yeah, I think, um, you know, cleanses play, play, play a great role in helping us detoxify. We certainly live in a very toxic environment. You know, our body is making kind of metabolic exhaust every day that, we, you know, sometimes we don't have, you know, kind of um, our body isn't tuned up well um, for many reasons. So we don't, um, we don't uh, help kind of, um, uh, kind of cleanse ourselves of those properly. So having a cleanse can, can be helpful, you know, once or twice a year. Um, and then, um, you know, fasting. Certainly there's a lot of uh, science that's really kind of come to light in terms of the whole fasting arena. Um, you know, these, how these intermittent fasts or fasting for, you know, 12, 14 hours a day actually can help with longevity. You have these little things called, uh, you know, um, these little telomere links, which, you know, tell us, you know, how, what our biological age is versus chronological age. And so we know that we can, you can actually improve your telomere length by doing this intermittent fasting or, um, or having, you know, kind of, you can kind of pick fast days, you know, during the week. So not everybody um, is suited, you know, to do that fast or certainly would have a conversation with your physician about, you know, what that would look like for you. Some people have, you know, problems regulating their sugar and things like that. So fasting may be difficult, but, but certainly it, it can be a solution for, uh, for somebody um, who's really trying to improve their energy and kind of detoxify. It's almost like it, you get back in tune with your body, like in a natural mm -hmm. way where kids are like that. Yeah. Like they eat when they're hungry, they stop when they're not. And it's amazing how I think I've seen adults just overeat to the mm -hmm. point of either pain or just like there's no more food left on my plate because it's so programmed in your body or in your brain. Well, there's but a lot of psychology that goes into mm -hmm. eating, right? So it's not just hunger that are our driving forces to eat. So, you know, we have to kind of understand what some of those things are. And, and we tend to kind of, you know, eat to the point of being, you know, stuffed. 
And, you know, when we eat to that point, we've already, we've already kind of passed the mark. Generally, you want to eat to that where you're like 80% full because it takes your brain a little while to kind of catch up to the fact that, you know, you kind of hit that satiety point. So, so if, we, if you eat to the point where, you know, I can't have anything else and my stomach is so full, you've overdone it. And then you're going to have some problems with energy management, which then will give you some issues with weight control. It's so true. I mean, mm-hmm. and we eat, we eat mm-hmm. based upon a variety of ways. Mm-hmm. Might, we do it with stress, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, we, if we're sad. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. Emotions right? are mean, a big driver. Emotions mm-hmm. are a huge driver. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're right. Mm-hmm. It takes about 20 minutes or so for mm-hmm. your brain to mm-hmm. finally decide you're full. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when we're, when, even if we want something that's sweet, I really tell people really go to like the nutritious dark chocolate, mm-hmm. something over 75% because it has a lot of nutritional value. And if you eat a square and then you wait for 20 minutes, Usually that craving is gone, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and I'll, you know, especially my, my, my sugar lovers, I always talk about that, you know, sometimes it's actually our gut microbes that are driving us to, you know, have all these sugar cravings. So sometimes working on doing kind of a, a kind of a cleanse of your gut and, you know, kind of getting rid, especially kind of yeast overgrowth and things like that can certainly drive people to want more sugar. And a lot of times when you, um, when you kind of do a kind of a reset in your gut, um, you're able to kind of take those sugar cravings way down and certainly then kind of help promote a more healthy microbiome in your gut. So what happens, and this is a, a big craze that happens a lot of times, like right now the big fad is gluten, right? A couple of years ago it was something else, a couple of years ago it was something else, and you have these people that actually have celiac and generally have a gluten intolerance, but then you have other people that are just doing it to feel included. Now by doing things like that, is that more detrimental or harmful to a person's body when they're trying to fit into a diet as a fad as opposed to like an actual need? I mean, I don't, I mean, certainly a lot of people have gone a little bit more on the paleo side where they've, you know, pulled away, you know, you know, the the gluten containing grains, wheat, barley, rye. Um, So I don't think that you're going to be in a, um, I don't think that you're going to compromise your health if you remove those three grains. I think that a lot of people don't need to remove them, that certain grains can be a healthy part of the diet. But I think what we're finding, and there's a lot of issues behind this whole gluten sensitivity and a lot of theories, and certainly one of them is the whole use of kind of Roundup on the production of wheat in the U.S. and how it's actually, I think people are having uh, issues with um, exposure to these glycosylates, which are, you know, part of that whole Roundup um, uh, uh, chemical. And so we think that there may be, um, that may be a big issue why we're seeing more and more sensitivity to the gluten piece. So there, you know, celiac is this whole, you know, spectrum. Um, so certainly celiac is an autoimmune disease, but there's a lot of people who are developing different sensitivities to gluten um, that either have digestive disorders, headaches, fatigue, things like that can be related. So a lot of times if, if, we're, if somebody is having any of those issues, we may do, you know, what we call an elimination diet where we remove them and see whether or not their symptoms improve um, with the removal of that. So, again, I don't think that's harmful, um, you know, but I don't think that, you know, necessarily a gluten-free diet is the healthier diet. Um, you know, certainly having some of those grains, if you don't have those sensitivities, um, you know, can, can be part of a healthy diet. But, but I also think mm-hmm. that people feel, and you can tell me what you think, mm-hmm. but I think that people think that if they remove gluten, then they're removing, removing a lot of starch from their diet. But they can get things that they need, starches that the healthy starches that they need through quinoa or brown rice or lentils or legumes, all things that really help balance your sugar in your gut and really help take away those cravings. 
and are much better for you. Yes. No, absolutely. I, I definitely ag agree with you that those are some of those more ancient grains and things like that may uh, be kind of more uh, uh, highly kind of a dense uh, nutrients than what you get in wheat, barley, and rye, especially in terms of the way that we grow them here. So, so. I think a lot of people come in and think, I want to lose weight, I should go on this gluten-free diet. Well, certainly going on a gluten-free diet is not going to be um, a weight loss diet. It's Certainly there's a lot of things that you can replace in terms of starches that um, are going to be just as um, weight-promoting as in any of the gluten grains. So it's, it's, that's not what a gluten-free diet is about. It's not about weight loss. It's whether or not you're experiencing symptoms um, from, these, from the, the, the uh, gluten protein uh, that's giving you a problem. What's the best way to connect with you? Like if someone's listening right now and sees that there is an opportunity for them to actually visit with you or get better educated, mm -hmm. um, is it sitting down with you one-on-one -on -one or is there workshops or what is the best way to contact you? Well, at LifeScape, you know, our physicians are, we work as a kind of a concierge type practice. So they can, patients can either come in and do a consult with us where we do a functional medicine consult, kind of looking at kind of more a focused problem-based evaluation where they have two visits or they can sign up to be our uh, concierge patient where you know, every patient, an initial visit, you know, we spend two hours really kind of delving into kind of all of uh, the, kind of their whole, you know, their whole life, um, kind of understanding what their, what their story is, where their life has taken them, what their driving issues are, um, what their risk factors are, kind of you know, lifestyle factors. All of that, we want to create that big picture so we can then start kind of finding areas um, that um, are maybe, you know, problems for them so we can really kind of could play that detective piece and look for kind of root causes of disease. So, so again, it's going to be coming in and doing a consult. We do then a big evaluation, whether figure out what kind of diagnostic, you know, laboratories or other testing is needed, and then they, you know, follow up and we spend an hour, hour and a half, really kind of going over, um, you know, those findings and in, in helping as in a partnership way, developing a path um, for their their individual wellness. And then they can stop by Noel's and And then, yes, Noel's a big, a big part. You know, I think, you know, part of feeling good is, you know, you want, looking good on the outside is a big driver to feeling good on the inside. So it's really um, kind of that whole package. And I shared a link to the sites on our Facebook page. So if people want to come in after they're listening and trying to find all the links, there's links to Jennifer on there and Dr. Rula and Noel on there as well, too. Now, with that diet, so, yeah, you can do as much as you can with your diet. You can change your diet. You can change the way you eat, do things. And then, like you said, sometimes it's just not enough. Sometimes it's just the way your physical body actually processes things, and that's it. Your, your genetics and your DNA will just do what it does. And, and sometimes people have a hard time understanding that, which sadly causes more stress and repeats that cycle, I'm sure, right? And so, Noah, I love the story that you shared, like, right before you took off to the wedding. And you're like holy crap, I just bought this beautiful dress and I tried it on, did the fitting and for whatever reason, just needed that one little extra bit right before you went to the wedding, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so thank God, thank God I had UltraShape power to be able to get a treatment in um, where it destroys your fat cells permanently. Um, and within four days, I was able to zip up the dress <laughs> and get to the wedding um, and uh, yeah, so it worked out perfectly. Now with so. that too, when we, ha when we had you on a previous show, we were talking about that. And since it does permanently de delete that fat, mm -hmm. does it also help train the body at that point going, okay, I can live without it? Well, I'm destroying 32% of your subcutaneous fat. So you have visceral fat and you have subcutaneous fat. The subcutaneous fat is above the muscle, right underneath the skin. 
Um, the visceral fat is the fat that um, is surrounding the internal organs, protecting protecting the internal organs. So I can't touch that. There's no machine out on the market, no laser out on the market um, that will um, go that deep to be able to target that fat. Um, so we're talking about that subcutaneous fat that's above the muscle um, and uh, very stubborn with diet and exercise. So your body really doesn't, you know, you don't need that fat. Um, and once I destroy it, it's gone for good. You're only born with X amount of fat cells. They're not going to grow back. However, remember, it's not, you know, it isn't, I mean, in my case, yes, I had to fit into a dress. So it was that quick fix moment. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's, there is no magic pill. You know, you still have to eat, eat healthy. Right. You still have to exercise regularly you know, um, um, take care of yourself. It's really for those people who um, lead a healthy lifestyle that just have those problem areas, those pesky little fat bulges that won't go away with diet and exercise. So I certainly don't want, you know, people to get the wrong idea where they can go and, you know, go to In-N-Out Burger through the drive-thru every day and just come see me once a week. Um, that's just not the case. And see, I love that you talk about it that way too, right? And that there's a specific client that it's not going to be the solve all. It's not this magic pill. No, there isn't. And you know what? I always tell people if the, if it was, I wouldn't be here. I would be on my private island somewhere drinking a Mai Tai um, because I would be a billionaire if I ever came up with that. It's just not the case. There's just, you know, you still have to lead a healthy lifestyle. Um, but, you know, the great thing is, is we do have this. Uh, phenomenal technology out on the market where we can target that fat and destroy it safely and permanently without any side effects. It's interesting. Like when my clients come in for a portrait session, one of the things I remind them, like our bodies are like a house, right? Everybody has their own way of storing junk in their house, Mm -hmm. right? It's either under the bed, it's the hallway closet, it's the kid's bedroom. (laughs) It's everyone has their favorite place to organize clutter, the kitchen sink drawer, things like that. And the body's no different, right? And so women come in and they get self-conscious and you know you can't really see it on the radio but for the people in the studio there's that little spot here that women hate that that we affectionately call the chicken nugget and some for some ladies i don't know who i think you are the only one that i've never heard anybody nugget. complain of chicken nuggets we refer to a lot of food here. i think women women we call it um sometimes we call it like the double bubble yeah have you ever heard it heard yeah. it called that the uh, double or the bubble. bra bulge or the bra bulge mm-hmm. but i i believe you're the only one that calls it a chicken nugget everything comes back to food <laughs> <laughs> But it's reminding people that that's, that's just your own body's way, and that's their favorite place to put it there, mm-hmm. right? So some people, no matter what they do, no matter how much exercise, they're never going to have a booty like the Kardashians. Mm-hmm. And then some people are like, boom, I'm born with it, here it is, right? right? And so it's reminding people that once you accept that, and again, kind of that premise of what you're saying earlier mm-hmm. is there's no stress over locking your keys in the car, mm-hmm. right? Like, you can get past it. And once you kind of accept that, hey, this is what my body does, then you can live a longer, healthier, happy life because you just accept it and move on, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I think there's definitely something to self-love and, mm-hmm. and accepting yourself. And, you know, you have to, I think it, especially in, in today's society, you know, we look at all the magazines and Instagram and, you know, you have to remember all of that is Photoshopped, <laughs> as you can attest to um, uh, well, as a photographer. There's that a ton of it. but There's a lot of things that are Photoshopped or blurred out <laughs> or, you know, the model on the swimsuit cover, um, you know, th- might have cellulite. But in that photo, you can't see it because mm-hmm. they've airbrushed it out. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think I think now, especially 
especially recently, we've seen this change in people really wanting to accept um, their flaws and whether that be, you know, some a little bit of dimpling um, in their bathing suit and things like that. I think I think things are starting to turn a little bit where we feel like we're 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 embracing our imperfections and and not having to. At least I hope. I hope it's you know not having to live up to that unrealistic, um, um, you know, model esque type woman. It's, it's just- becoming more popular in the industry, and in, and actually in certain countries, like in France, they've actually passed a law now that if a photo is altered digitally by a certain percentage or a certain amount, that it actually has to have that disclaimer. Oh, so wow. they, they mm-hmm. won't use the word Photoshop because mm-hmm. the trademark name and mm-hmm. it refers to a particular product. But, oh, okay. but they are specifically saying that this photo has been altered for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and because there's more and more of a call from photographers, for one, we don't want to sit there for hours editing these photos mm-hmm. and plucking out that one little extra chicken nugget or something mm-hmm. like that. Like it's, you know, there's other techniques and things that you can do to help that, right? Or right. it's diet or right. it's different poses mm-hmm. or different outfits or right. different clothes that you can do a lot of that with. Nothing ever has to be faked. And there's more and more call from agencies and that's also the public really driving it mm-hmm. to saying we're tired of seeing fake right I, I agree I think the public I mean I know that when I do videos and at first when I first started doing YouTube videos and stuff I would script it and I would run it over and over again and then I would put it out there and it would be shitty and so I would get no response right but the more authentic I was mm-hmm. uh, and the more mistakes I made the more results and the more people seem to accept that and really mm-hmm. really trust that that was a better content or, or more or well, I think it More comes true. off as you're being authentic. Mm-hmm. You're being your your authentic self. And I think people can relate to you more when yeah, you're doing that. I totally that. agree. I totally agree. I think we're accepting each other for flaws because it's so hard to try and hide all that crap. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and, I, and same thing. I have clients that come in. They're like, oh, well, you can Photoshop that. Can you? I'm like, no. I, 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 yes, I can, but I won't. Because when people actually meet you in person... It all goes out the window, right? right? And so professional life, personal life, we've talked, we've joked about it with like dating sites and so you're eventually going to find out. So why hide it, right? right? Because all that does is create a distrust um, when you actually go meet that particular client. And then it makes you feel uncomfortable for that or you get called out for it. And there you go. We just brought back stress back into your life. Exactly, right? exactly. I mean, I think it just goes to that, you know, self-love concept that, you know, really that's where I think, you know, true health and happiness comes from is loving yourself, you know, for who you are with all of your flaws. And I know we all want to kind of work to be, you know, better individuals, but, um, but perfection is really not a, a goal that we should strive for. It's not possible. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and trying to become perfect is, is, is hard. <laughs> So it's funny then uh, with photos, another organization that tried to do like and tried to lead the way mm-hmm. of, OK, we're going to use unedited photos in our marketing campaigns uh, with this one really big, huge corporation with a red circle logo. And mm-hmm. so here they are advertising and saying, OK, finally, we're not going to you know, fake our models. Mm-hmm. We're not going to fake our photo shoots. We're not going to do photoshopping. And the first campaign out after that, they had a photo where it was a husband and wife or it was made to look like a couple posed together. And there was an extra arm in the picture. Oh, <laughs> they missed the target. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Yeah, like, so, okay, great. You didn't fake the photo, but how did there mysteriously come up this, like, extra arm out there holding the... It was, like, between the couple, I think, is where it was hanging out there. Oops. <laughs> and I hate seeing those campaigns, because from a guy, and, I, you know, I have a daughter, and... I hate seeing my daughter go through that stress of, okay, I have to become this perfect woman. Oh, right? absolutely. Yeah. And well, that's yeah. both, though. I think men have a different perception. You know, like, why aren't you working out more? Like, mm-hmm. you should look like this. Well, why is that not happening for you? They're spanks for men now. Exactly. 
which yeah. I haven't tried yet. Is there really? <laughs> no. Yeah, there is. There's spanks for yeah, men. Yeah. yeah. There's contouring for the same thing. Like, yeah, we have our problem areas too. And so mm-hmm. it develops, you know, typically in the gut or some other mm-hmm. spot. And so same thing. You want to have a certain appearance or you want to fit into that suit or do something like Absolutely. that. Right? I'm seeing more and more men come in for body contouring that I, than I ever have before, probably in the last two years. Um, I would say it's, it's probably, honestly, it's probably 60-40. We're 60% oh, wow. women, 40% yeah. men. Do you interview them to see if it's a healthy Oh, absolutely. Percept? Yeah, so it's Every not something Every time that I, I always do a consultation um, and uh, usually spend about 45 minutes to an hour with them to make sure it's something that um, is a good fit for them. Mm-hmm. Because like I said, you know, if they're, if, they're, if they're drinking five beers a night when they get home from work, you know. And a part of, yeah. Well, let, why don't you try and cut out the beer because I guarantee that's going to help the gut rather than, you know. Well, it's always the simplest approach that people overlook. Like in in the world of technical support, and it's funny, like a lot of people get annoyed when they call into tech support and they're like, why did the, you know, the kid on the phone make me make sure that the power is plugged in? Because that's a huge problem with people in their computers. Make sure there's power going to it. (laughs) Make sure it's actually plugged in. So oftentimes it's the simplest solution (laughs) that is always the best answer. There's actually something like that called Occam's Razor. And it's that the most simplest presu- uh, solution is often the most correct, right? But we often overlook it because we're overthinking it. We don't think like a child anymore. We're thinking like adults. And there always has to be this complicated reason to it as opposed to, hey, buddy, stop shoving five beers down your throat every night, right? right? right. That's it kind of makes have, me think of another subject, which is like addiction mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. that's actually something that's a little bit maybe for another show. But mm-hmm. um, like when you're addicted to having a certain either way of looking or, you know, lifestyle Mm -hmm. it can really affect your stress level in addition to the lifestyle that you have around you and everyone else that's involved too so it just elevates everything else too absolutely can and i think that they they say actually instagram is one of the worst um things that have for especially young young adults and teenagers because um they're on instagram they're they're seeing all these these altered photos of people and they're getting stressed out trying to um, attain that look. Um, and it's, it's an unrealistic um, thing that they're striving for. And it it's really also, stressing mm-hmm. them out. A lack of communication around what all of this is. Like, mm. I love social media and I love all this oh, absolutely. information sure. that's coming at us. But I think the lack of communication with our youth, with mm-hmm. you know, people around us, and the acceptance for who we are mm-hmm. and the people around us is, is definitely something big. So we may have to bring that up for the next show. <laughs> so, look, we have two great ideas for people to de-stress this weekend. So, for one, you're going to do Prosecco brunch, right? You're, you're <laughs> all going to come down 10. on Sunday at 10 <laughs> yeah. and hang out with Jennifer, have some bubbles. Prosecco, some bubbles, some night. And then because it's just going to continue on through the day, you're going to head over to LDV Winery in Scottsdale <laughs> and they're doing their monthly like wine and food pairing Uber. workshops. And so you can just make it a day of wine. Right? Yes. So I think everyone can have an amazing weekend and an amazing and Sunday with this. Stop by and see Noel on Monday just to complete that whole idea. Um, thank you so much for everyone to uh, come out and make some space on your Tuesday. We look forward to seeing you again and uh, great sponsors we have here today and Just love what we're doing. So enjoy your life, relax, and uh, take a nap. (laughs) See you next time.